Hey guys, Dan Walshman here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. Um, welcome to March. Welcome to March. As you know, this is the podcast all about radical hope for people who want it. Don't you love how I like, <laughs> before one thought ends, I'm already into another thought. Uh, that annoys the heck out of a lot of people around me, but uh, I'm glad you're hanging with me here for a few minutes today to talk about relationships. Now we went through January where we talked about purpose. And, and as I told a good buddy of mine yesterday, Brock, when I was on the phone, it takes me about two thirds of the way through the month to try to figure out what this whole topic really means. And what I mean by that is kind of, there's like, I think I know what I'm going to talk about. And then I jump into it and realize, oh, wow, I don't know. Like there's so much more I need to figure out to, to, to really, I, I guess you would say eloquently, intellectually, figure out exactly what I'm going to deliver uh, for the topic. So I guess it's that, have you heard of that phrase before, to to learn you must teach? I guess in this case, it's to learn you must podcast. Regardless, we talked about purpose. And I realized that the, the art of purpose is not so much having purpose, like having a thing, having a cookie, having a cup of coffee. It's not having purpose. It is being purposeful. And so like, if I am drinking a cup of coffee, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm just I'm just doing that. If I'm doing something else and I'm that's that's all I'm doing. That's literally all I'm doing. Okay. So what does that matter? Well, it matters because if you tried being purposeful in in January then we came to February and we started talking about commitment. And commitment's hard. I realized throughout the month I shared it a couple times throughout the group. I'm not as committed as I need to be. I mean, I'm I'm pretty darn committed. <laughs> but uh, there's room for growth and there's room for take take things up a notch. Now, for for you, may, you may think of that as, you know, some guy picking on me, some guy telling me what to do. I don't know what's going on. Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, why, you know, what, what's up? But the truth as I see it is this, is that when there is something that you can improve upon, it doesn't mean you're bad. What it means is that there's room to get better. So this has been a long two-minute introduction to finally get to this point to say, so why does it matter? Well, why it matters is this, is this very one reason, because we want to come to this subject right now of relationships. And this is, a, this is something where I'm convinced all of us need to work on our relationships. There, there's room for improvement for all of us in this idea of, of the people around us. So I just want to talk today, before we jump into the meat of it, right, before we really start getting into the, the, the deep hard-hitting parts of this. I just wanted to talk a little bit about what I've learned with relationships. For those of you who read my book know that, you know, I, I really, for a long time, was, was trying to figure out uh, my, my, my relationship with Sarah. And not that she wasn't important to me, but what I didn't realize was that the other things were more important to me. And that's what was throwing that relationship off. To this day, I have to still stay focused on her and kids and the team members on, you know, people on my team, making sure they get attention and nurturing. Because when I put my head down and start driving towards something, all I'm thinking about is getting across the finish line. That's it. That's really the only thing that's, that I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed by, it, right? That's, that's the only thing that's on my mind. That's all I want to do. And so I, I've got to kind of take a step back and go, wait a minute, I'm actually hurting myself but not, but not giving the time and attention to these people because it's going to come back and hurt me in the long run, right? That's, that's a lesson I've learned about relationships. The other lesson I've learned 
about relationships. So, so one, before I move on, what is that lesson? Because I, I don't know that I explicitly stated it. So let me tell you. It's the fact that what you put into something is what you get out of it. I think I've heard people say that when I've gone to church. I've heard people say that when I've gone to like seminars. It's like, hey, you're here now. Don't expect me to, to rain down special favor for you or special, if anything, when you haven't been willing to, to try, you know, to look into things yourself, to try to, to try to have some breakthrough on your own. So what you put into is what you're going to get out of it. It's important for relationships. Let's talk about work relationships for a second, because this is where I get most of my phone calls. This is where most of you are calling me and saying, Hey, what can I do? What should I do? How do I do this? What do I do to put, put all the pieces together? The same lesson that works in your personal life works in your professional life. What you put into those relationships is what you get out of it. For a long time, I was avoiding doing one-on-ones. Um, not because I, I don't want to do one-on-ones, but it's just kind of like, ugh, you know, you know what you're doing. You know how hard you're working. Just get out there and work. Let's just go do it. But my team needs more from me. They need me to share insights and help. Now, I don't, a lot of my one-on-ones now aren't official. Let's sit down, go through the plans. In, in essence, what I did was would just grab team members and talk to them for 20, 30 minutes. Uh, talk to the people who run my speaking. Talk to the people who help me create content. Talk to Matt, as you know, who famously is the producer of this very podcast, right? So uh, just grabbing them and talking through, like, how, how are you doing? What's happening? If I don't like something or I want something changed, just bringing it up. Not in an accusatory way, hopefully, although I think sometimes any criticism can be seen as something taken personally. You got to be careful because you, know, you don't want people to feel like you know, they're the target. But at the same time, letting people know that like, look, here's how we change, here's how we improve. And if we're going to work together in a way that's fabulous, if we're going to work in a way that's awesome, then here's some things that we can do to improve. Now, as a boss, if you're someone who manages people, I'm thinking of all the HR people in this community. You know how important it is to have those, those meetings, those times, those check-ins where you can have your people be instructive, instructed, and you can help them as well, right? This is important. The other, th- the re- other reason why that's important is if you've got a boss, and by the way, all of us have bosses. So I, I should stop saying if you have a boss. We all have bosses. So for me, uh, you all are my bosses uh, in one sense because you uh, you provide guidance and wisdom uh, and insight on how good how good we're doing. You know, are we are we hitting the mark or can we take it to the next level? So you're my bosses. My clients are my bosses. You know, my wife and kids and family that's the boss too. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You may think you have lots of control, but <laughs> it's amazing how little control you actually do have, right? In the grand scheme of things. <laughs> And that's okay. And that's okay. Because life brings you good things in, in ways uh, meant to teach you. Uh, so uh, we will we'll have bosses. And what's important to understand about your boss is their job is probably not as wonderful and romantic as you paint it out to be. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, <laughs> we all imagine that the boss has the corner office and is sipping, you know, Champagne for breakfast and having, you know, expensive coffees throughout the day delivered by, you know, some secretary in a miniskirt who, I don't know, maybe I'm describing just a a late night TV show. I don't know. But, you know, some sort of romantic vision that this is unrealistic. Look, your boss 
has stress. Your boss has chaos. It's one of the one of the best ways I'm able to help teams, sales teams, is by walking them through all the things that their boss is doing to protect them, right? To protect them from, you know, from shareholders, from higher ups inside the organization who want to chop their head off every time something goes sideways. And I have to say, no, 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 stop. That guy's here actually helping you out. So don't, please don't screw this up. He's the, he's the guy who has your back. So with this unrealistic view of what our boss is, and if you don't take the time to get to know him, to stop in every once in a while and go, hey, what can I do for you? What are you going through that, that I could possibly be of some value to you? you know? Or thank you for, and then fill in the blank, some, thank you for something you did just recently. Thank you for providing this cover for me. And those sort of relationship building exercises aren't just something you do so that you can kind of manipulate the system. Oh, I'm going to get away with something because I'm trying to schmooze up to the boss. What you're doing is providing the lubrication for uh, success, communication, open dialogue down the road. And, th- and that's important because there will be a time when you need uh, those relationships. Now, speaking of that open dialogue and, and cashing in on those relationships down the line, w- another one of the lessons I've learned about relationships is that they're an investment. So me stopping a busy day and doing a one-on-one, me, me stopping a busy day and calling somebody on my team to, to, to either help them or advise them or get feedback from them, hopefully encourage them at, at every interaction, that's an investment. That be, why? Because I'm investing the busyness of my day. Probably the, the one thing more than anything else that I am attuned to on a daily basis is my time and, and how I spend it. I'm very annoyed at myself if I, if I spend my time badly, poorly, and I'm very excited and proud of myself when at the end of the day I can say, I, I, you know, I did, I did well. Like I, I actually spent my time well, good things happened. Even if we didn't make a million dollars, even if we didn't go totally crush it, I just, I'm excited when, you know, we, we do awesome things. So having said that, I'm in, for me, I'm investing my time, which sometimes is the most valuable commodity to have, into that relationship. Now, what happens is over time, your investments pay off. Your investment either turns into something that's good because you've spent enough time and creativity and energy uh, in the right thing where you know people are responsive and, and they, you know, they they talk back to you, hopefully talk back to you in a good way. And there's open dialogue and trust and confidence and support. Or you find yourself digging out, right? Constantly finding out that, oh, wait, I, I should have done this better. I could have done this better. And you're scrambling, trying to put the pieces back together all the time. I'm tired of that latter way. I don't want to be in a position again soon where I'm constantly having to scramble, put pieces back together, kind of the herky-jerky motion of always rescuing a business. Why not have it just run and be smooth and be peaceful and be exciting and be, and be inspiring and watches that grow and exceeds expectations, right? So, so think about that relationships as an investment. Who, who is it that you could be uh, spending some time with or need to spend time with to build out your community, build out growth, uh, any, all the, any of the things that are important to you, any of the things that you've been working on, who are the people that you can surround yourself with in order to get beyond that next level? You know, ultimately, the discussion of relationships comes down to a few key things. And that, you know, I often joke in our office, and maybe you've made the joke yourself, that like, 
you know, people suck. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just sometimes we as humans are hard. We're hard to get along with. You know, we're hard to, to understand. And even, even you, you may not understand yourself, right? And that's okay. But just understand that the idea of relationships, what we're going to talk about this month in more detail, is that this is sticky, this is personal, this is something that impacts and affects all of us. And so it's important. It's important. It's an important discussion to have. Um, if you were to sit down right now and start rating your performances, your relationship performances, uh, how are you with family? How are you with your friends? How are you with your work? You know, are you the person who is always whining? Are you the person who's always complaining? Are you the person who's always like the negative person who's bringing people back down to reality? I mean, think of the characters in a play. All those people are in your office. Which one are you? Like, which, where do you fit? And the answer may not be something that you're really pleased with, right? It may not be something that you're like, wow, okay, this is exciting. It may be something where you're a little bit uh, unhappy and discouraged by where all that sits. The truth though, the exciting part about relationships is it's no matter how bad things are right now, and they may not be bad for you. They may just be mediocre or meh, right? They may just be kind of the you know, middle of the road. No matter how bad things are, you can always change them. You can always turn them around. You can always reposition them to get closer to where you want to be. So I'm excited about this month. I'm excited about the opportunities that we're all going to have to kind of to, to move this discussion forward. I'm excited. I'm, I have tons of content that I want to share with you, a lot that I'm still learning and building out. And so as we go through this month, um, I would ask you to be open-minded. All of us have relationships that have gone badly, poorly, awfully, awfully. I don't know if that's even a word, but they've gone very, very badly. And that sort of baggage can stick in your head. So for the next three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, as we jump into this is this topic of March, uh, of March, March's topic of relationships, be open-minded for a few minutes each day as you listen to the podcast and dig into some of the some of the work just allow yourself to dream what if my relationships were just a little bit better how would my life be better okay guys thanks for hanging with me today uh, this is the beginning of an awesome month until the next time until the next time go grab your calendar of awesomeness as always go to calendarofawesomeness.com amazing calendar right there i'm using it every day I i'm assuming all of you awesome people are using it as well it's completely free no strings attached we're never going to hit you up with anything. It's just a free calendar made for people who want to be high performers. Go grab that calendar of awesomeness.com. And until the next time, guys, stay edgy, be awesome.